Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. My name is Deborah Lene, and thank you again for joining me. I wanted to first start off today by telling everyone how grateful I am to you all for all the wonderful, lovely feedback I received regarding the episodes of my open adoption. It was a pleasure and an honor to share my story with you all. And I appreciate you listening and letting me know your thoughts about the few episodes that we did with Nico and Teresa and Bree and myself. It was really, really fun to do. And I hope that you all were inspired and enlightened that there's more than one way to parent. And again, I am so grateful. I wanted to do this episode on co-parenting in gratitude. And I know, I know, I know that's way easier to say it than it is to actually do it. And trust me, I know, I get it. As all of us know, Thanksgiving is a special time that we spend with our family and our friends. And this year, albeit with the pandemic, I'm sure it will look a lot different for you. Um, As it is for me, we're staying home. So it is definitely a lot different for us. But for those of us that are in co-parent relationships, it is even more difficult during this time. And if you are recently separated, divorced, and still new at co-parenting, you might need more time to heal from your separation or your divorce. So the last thing that you might be thinking of is celebrating or let alone being thankful for the holidays. But in this season, and especially with this pandemic, it's really in our best interest to set aside all of our differences with our co-parent and to be present and to be full of gratitude for our children. One of the most important parts of the holidays are creating memories for your children. So you have to think like, do I really want my child to remember the holiday as a stressful time when it's a time of arguing or bad mouthing the other parent? Or what exactly do I want the children to remember? What legacy do I want to leave my children for their memories for their holidays? And children are modeling and watching us. And they will model our behaviors. We are constantly reminding our children to be kind to others, to respect others, to communicate in ways that we want to be communicated to. And yet sometimes when we're in the middle of our co-parenting issues, we forget that that's what we're doing. And that we need to make sure that we relay that to our children. One of the ways that I have tried to create gratitude for my children, and Bree and Ava will tell you this, I'm going to use an example. So Ava is typically not super happy in the morning. (laughs) So she tends to be kind of moody and a little grouchy in the morning. Brie wasn't like that. Brie was always, 
pretty happy in the morning. So, but Ava is a little bit more challenged in the morning, although normally she's has very good spirits, but she tends to be a little cranky in the morning. So I started this routine with her when she was probably four or five, that every morning on the way to school, we would say things like, uh, you have to tell me three things you're grateful for. And it can be simple, you know, I woke up this morning and I heard a bird chirping, whatever it was. But what that does is creates a mindset of gratitude. So she would have to tell me three things. Then in return, when I'd pick her up from school, she would have to tell me three positive things that happened that day before she told me all the negative. And what that does is that creates an attitude and a mindset of gratitude. Now, funny little story, a few days ago, I had had a very stressful day at work. And for those of you that know or don't know me, my day job can be very, very, very stressful. So I had just finished up working and I was kind of trying to relax a little bit or whatever. And I was sitting on the couch and Ava was in her room. Well, she came out and was like, you know, mom, what's wrong? You look upset. And I was like, no, I'm just, it's just, you know, one of those days. It's just work and it's life, Ava. She sat there beside me on the couch for a minute, didn't say anything. And then she turned and she says, hey, mom, can you name me three things you're grateful for? I was like, child, what? You're not allowed to use your my psychology on me. So I laughed and I told her, I told her what I was grateful for. So we want our kids to model. They will model our behavior, good or bad. So I think that that, that shocked me, number one, that she said it. Because, you know, you, you just go about doing your daily thing. And then when your kid turns around and uses it on you, it's kind of like, okay, I see you. So some of the ways that to create a more respectful experience with your co-parent partner, especially during the Thanksgivings and in holidays in general, number one, you can put your children and their feelings first. The first step is realizing that what you say and how you say things in front of them, it can be detrimental to their well-being and to their self-esteem. So we want to ensure that you put your children's feelings first and literally let go of the egos. Put those away. Number two, you can leave the stuff for the day. Literally the stuff. Not the turkey stuffing, but the stuff. All the stuff that you're dealing with, with your co-parent partner, you can leave that somewhere else. And what I mean by this is to keep things cordial, even when. That's, you know, that's my saying, even when. And you can keep it out of any Thanksgiving conversations that you have when the children are present. And just, you can always pick it back up on Black Friday. (laughs) Might Might feel like negative, but you can always pick up your conversations that need to be had the next day. And this is a great tool to use, not just at Thanksgiving and the holidays, but honestly, in our everyday work life. You can use it in your work life every single day. 
And when you've had a stressful day at work, before you enter the home, you can leave all the tensions at the door to avoid not bringing them in. Now, with the pandemic, those of us that work from home, what I have started doing is in order to separate and since there's no separation, since I'm not physically getting in a car and going somewhere, what I have started doing is when I finish work, I immediately go and take a shower. And that gives me some time to decompress. And when I am taking a shower, I am like, I am mentally washing away the negativity, mentally washing away any of the stress and the feelings that I have. So then I have a separation so then I can go enjoy the rest of my evening. And this same concept can be used when you're planning and figuring out logistics for the holidays with your co-parent. Another thing to do is to create a new tradition. And if you haven't shared the holidays together since being separated or divorced and you both are feeling open to that possibility, then you can create a new tradition by doing a meal together or something. Now, believe me, we're not all in that same position. And so you might not want to do that. But that would be another another way or creating a new tradition, such as you can have popcorn movie night, you can decorate for the holiday, you can have a game night. There are things you can do that will create a tradition and a spirit of gratitude for your children if you're a single parent and you're trying to co-parent. Another thing that I think also helps is creating gratitude notes for each other. And this you could do, you could have your child, if they're going to be with you for the holidays or if they're not, you can create a gratitude note that you can share at your Thanksgiving meal, either before you start to eat or during, and weave it into the conversation over Thanksgiving. And what I challenge you on this, writing a gratitude note, is be specific with a quality that you're grateful for. And so, for example, instead of saying, I am grateful for you, what you could write on your gratitude note I am grateful for how helpful you are when you do, and you can fill in the blanks. Or it really helps me when I'm trying to get dinner on the table and you entertain the kids and it makes me feel more calm and I enjoy my evening more. Instead of saying, thank you for taking the kids, you could say, I'm thankful that you are flexible with watching our children even when it's your weekend, even when it's not your weekend with them. Or something that actually is specific to the quality that that the gratitude brings, right? So when we write down these qualities and and what they bring to our lives in a gratitude note, it's it connects on a deeper level and it'll honestly create a more meaningful memory. And so for this Thanksgiving, I hope that you will find memories and you will create a gratitude note that will be shared and that your kids will remember. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful, 
readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So when you're thinking about the holidays, remember to start with gratitude. And I know, I know, I know, sometimes it is hard to find gratitude with your other co-parent. And to be honest, it might be as basic as, I am grateful that they're alive. So my kids don't experience that loss. Because sometimes you have to get super basic to, to find that gratitude. Because if you're going through a hard time with the other co-parent partner, it is really difficult to find gratitude in those moments. But if you push yourself to find the gratitude, the joy will follow. And I always say that the joy will follow. It doesn't, you don't start out being joyful always. But if you have gratitude, the joy will follow. So in a nutshell, if you want to create gratitude for your co-parent partner or, or, or your children, you start by noticing, start by becoming aware of a person, a place, a thing, or something that you'd like to appreciate. Then two, start by thinking. So you notice, then you think about what are the reasons why you want to be thankful for this person? Why do you think that they did something nice for you? Did you do anything to deserve their kindness? Does this mean something to you? Is it fun? Is it exciting? Number three, feeling the emotion you experience as a result of these things you've been given. When you think about the special things that this person has done for you, happy, silly, excited, calm, peaceful, or proud, and then doing the way you express appreciation. So think of action. So if you're creating gratitude with your children, you start by noticing, you start by thinking, you start by feeling, and then action by doing. Gratitude allows us to celebrate the present. It dispels all of our negative emotions. And I think that it builds more resilience and it cultivates our own self-worth. So in closing today, I want to just recap some of the ways to find gratitude during the holiday. Put your children first. Leave all the stuff and not the turkey stuffing, but just the stuff. Leave it behind for the day. You can pick it up another day and create traditions that give you joy and create a sense of gratitude. And you can create a gratitude note that you can share or your children can share with you or the other co-parent partner. I hope that this week is one of joyfulness and filled with gratitude. And I know it's a tough time for so many people, especially during the pandemic. I hope that you all will find peace and safe. And I hope you're safe during this holiday season. But most of all, I hope that your homes are filled with gratitude. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will see you next week when it will be almost December. I cannot believe it. Thank you so much. Lead your week with love, joy and gratitude. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on co parenting your thrive guide podcast. 
You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at DebraLene.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast, and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.